What's up, everybody? We're back. This is Jonathan. We're talking this month through Joshua, just three verses about experiencing God and experiencing God now. And when you experience God, like Joshua did, said the word of the Lord came to Joshua. There was a Jordan to cross. There was somewhere to go. There was a promise to be experienced. There was a, a destiny in front of, of him. And there's a destiny and promise in front of you and I that God has us here for a specific purpose, a specific reason, a specific divine design, that there is something that our abilities, our passion, our experiences, and our opportunities will all come together within us to take us to where God wants us to be. And so we want to experience that. We don't want to procrastinate. We want to experience it. And I don't know about you, but I want to experience it. And I want to experience it right now. I talked about having my father in previous podcasts and how I was able to ride his coattail. But then I was I realized in my life that I wasn't going to be graded on how well I rode his coattail. I was going to be graded on how well I worked within the specific gifts and talents that God has given me, how much I've experienced God, how I've been able to give God to other people, which is the purpose of this podcast. I just want to have devotions with you. I just want to talk with you so that we can grow together, so that we can experience God together, but also individually so that as the body of Christ, whatever part of the body that we are attached to, that we can be a benefit as the body moves and works and functions. And so that's what we're talking about. Joshua in verse one experienced his now. Uh, When you open his book from Deuteronomy to Joshua, Moses dies, but now it's time for Joshua that his book is being written. And you and me, our book, it's being written. As we live our life, it's being written. History is is, is in the making right now as you go where you go, work where you work, raise the children you're raising, uh, married to the husband or wife that you're married to, your book is being written. And the question is, when people go back and read it, what do you want it to say? Well, I'm, I'm excited to open the book of Joshua and see that now is the time. And hopefully you feel the same way. But we talked about when Joshua's time came. And Joshua's time came after the death of Moses that something great actually had to be put to rest in order for Joshua to experience his call. For me, it was football, that football had to be put to rest. And it was a time of mourning for me because I loved it so much in order for me to experience my greater call of being the chaplain for the Dallas Cowboys. If I hadn't moved from football and allowed God to put that to rest, I would never be in the position that I'm in to give God to people who play football. And so it's important to see how God is moving in your life, to trust God as he moves in your life, and to even trust him as he puts something to rest that was great for you in your life. That's the hardest thing to do. For the people of Israel, it was so hard that they mourned for 30 days. We talked about this in the last podcast. They mourned for 30 days when it was customary in Israel for them to mourn for seven. Moses was just that great. And when I lost football, I mourned for a long time. It was tough for me to get over the thing that I had been doing since I was in the fifth grade. I mean, this was my life. And and so I mourned for a long time. But I continued to trust God. At a certain point, I said to myself, you know what? I can no longer mourn. If If I stay in this mourning state, then I won't experience 
the call that God has for my life. At some point it has to end. And if you look in Deuteronomy chapter four, it says the people of Israel mourned for 30 days and then it ended. It was almost like they were like, okay, Thursday, it'll be 30 days. Okay. We got to stop now. I mean, we can't keep doing this because if you stay in that state of depressed over what you've lost, if you stay in that state of, of allowing your heart and your feelings, the way that they feel, even though they're real. And I sympathize and empathize with those things. But if you stay in that state, then you'll be stuck not experiencing where God wants to take you. If the days of mourning for the people of Israel didn't end, if they didn't cut off, if they didn't look at their watch and say, you know what? We've given ample time to, to mourning Moses. We've gone 23 days longer than we normally go because of how great he was. But now it has to end because there is a Jordan that has to be crossed. I know what you've lost in your life is great, uh, whether it's a person, a relationship, a career, or what you right now think God is calling you from that you may lose is great. And you may mourn because of that thing. You may be sad because of it. It may take a while to get over it. But at some point, trusting God says that time ends and I'm going to move forward to crossing the Jordan and experiencing what God has for me. Uh, for myself. That was what we had to do as cowboy fans. We had to move forward. I remember when Tony Romo went down and when Tony Romo went down, all of cowboy nation around the globe was mourning. I mean, we just lost the guy that set all the records. We just lost the guy that made all the big throws. We just lost the 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 Romo Des Bryant connection, the Romo Jason Widden connection. We just lost the one who would scramble, who would get away from the defensive ends and defensive tackles, and he would do that little that little loop de loop turnaround that he would do that all the Cowboys fans know. And he would start running and he'd throw it to the end zone and there would be a couple of defenders there and that ball would needle through and get to the wide receiver and we remember celebrating and and the stands rocking and roaring over the plays that he would make and cowboy fans were mourning but at some point we knew we still had a season to play we knew we still had to move forward we knew we still had to put our faith and trust as cowboy fans into the next man up and we did that but if we didn't do that we would still be stuck. We wouldn't have went to the playoffs in the same year that Tony Romo got hurt. We wouldn't have experienced the greatness of a man named Dak Prescott who showed up and now was his moment. Now was his moment to show Cowboy Nation that he could take us to where Romo had brought us, that he could take us even further. He could cross a Jordan and take Cowboy Nation and bring new hope, bring new vitality, bring new expectations to us as Cowboy fans. But we wouldn't have got there if we didn't decide to move forward from all of the greatness that we have experienced in our past. And so that's just to illustrate what God is doing in your life and to illustrate what he's doing in my life. A lot of times it's not until we hit rock bottom that we realize that God is the rock at the bottom who will take us to the top. Now it's time to cross that Jordan, but it didn't come until after something great was put to rest. In verse two of chapter one of Joshua, we see as it reiterates that Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore arise, cross the Jordan, all you and the people to the land which I'm giving to the sons of Israel, that there's something that I'm giving, but you have to cross. There's a place, there's a destiny, there's a purpose for all of us, but we have to be willing to go ahead and allow the greatness of the past to be put to rest in order to experience something that God wants to give you and give me in our future. 
And there has to be a resurrection that is right after a death. A death is something that precedes a resurrection. So if you've experienced a death of a career, a death of something great, even a person, um, hardship, something that makes you mourn for an extended period of time, which we've all experienced in our lives, understand that a death is a precursor to a resurrection. If you look at verse two closely, it reiterates Moses's death. Then it calls on Joshua's rise. It says, Moses, my servant is dead. Now, therefore, arise, Joshua, cross the Jordan, stand up, get up, no longer be in the background, take the front. It's time for you to take leadership. For all of the men and women that are listening to this podcast, I'm going to call you to rise up, that there's something in your life that has been put to rest, but God is calling you to rise up in light of that thing. He's calling you to get up. Why? Because there's something that he wants to give you. There's a blessing that he wants to drop on you. There's a purpose and a destiny that he wants to take you to, and there's a Jordan that has to be crossed. So we have to let go of the things that are in the past and press on to the future that God is taking us to, as Paul says in the the New Testament. So I want you to get up. I want you to rise up because your death that you've experienced is only to let you know that there's a resurrection you also need to experience, that there's a place that God wants to take you. But this shows me a little bit of, of Jesus Christ, that Moses is a type of Christ. Moses being a type means he represents Christ. His life shows the life of Christ. Moses brought the people out of the bondage of of Egypt. Jesus brought the people out of the bondage of sin. Moses did the miracles to show the, the people he was sent from God. Jesus in the New Testament did miracles to show the people that that he was sent from God. Moses brought the law down from the mountain, the Ten Commandments. Jesus uh, accomplished the law, as we see in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. There's all these illustrations of Jesus and Moses. Moses died, Jesus died. But at the point in which those two died, there had to be a resurrection in order for the people to have assurance that they still had a future. Without a resurrection, you're still stuck on the wrong side of the Jordan. Jesus rose, and here is a resurrection in the book of Joshua where Joshua is called to rise. And it wasn't until Joshua rose up that the people could have assurance that they would have someone to lead them across the Jordan. It's not until we experience the resurrection of Jesus Christ. It's not until three days later when he rose up that we can share the assurance that the people in the book of Joshua had when they saw Joshua rise up and take his place. So understand that a resurrection is necessary in order for you to experience where God is taking you. That a resurrection is necessary in your life for you to experience the destiny that God has for you. The resurrection is necessary. If you don't rise up, if you continue to look to the past, then you will not experience the call and the great destiny that God has on your life. Jesus Christ rose and in his resurrection, we have assurance in his resurrection. We know we have a future in his resurrection. We know we have a destiny. We know we have something to look forward to. We know that greatness is just ahead of us because we have a leader that has committed himself to taking us where no one else can take us, but also practically do what he's done. Rise up. Since we have been baptized with him in his death, we can rise up and walk in the newness of life based on Romans chapter 6. And so I'm calling you now and I'm calling myself to rise up. 
to let go of the things that have been put to rest in the past so that we can experience all the things that Jesus wants to give us as we follow him to the other side of our Jordan. Continue to be steadfast, unmovable, always abound in the work of the Lord, knowing that at the end of the day, it will not go in vain. I'm Jonathan Evans. Until next time, I'll see you. For you to stand still as if he didn't win, but he did win. Born again, free from sin, live again, fear no man, salvation. But it's time for you to start crossing, call a jaywalking.